Day 7 Judas's Sins and Ours While Jesus was still speaking, Judas came, one of the twelve, and with him a great crowd with swords and clubs, from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I kiss is the man, seize him. And he came up to Jesus at once and said, Hail, Master. And he kissed him. Matthew chapter 26, verses 47 through 49. What sting is as sharp as the betrayal of a friend? And what insult is more bitter than betrayal through a kiss? The sweetest sign of friendship made poison. Worst of all, who could be so brazen, so wicked, so foolish as to betray with a kiss a friend who was the Son of God? Judas, yes, but also any one of us. In her vision, Maria explores the complex evil in Judas' heart. And in doing so, she shines the light of conviction on us all. The gospel accounts only hint at the vices and weaknesses that could have led to so heinous a crime. Judas was dishonest, greedy, hypocritical, devious, audacious, and subject to diabolical impulses. Maria's vision exposes this den of disorders in the traitor's heart. And when she identifies them, we realize, if we're honest, that such serpents may crawl through the crevices of our own souls as well. So Judas betrayed his kindest friend, his most generous benefactor, the dear Son of God. Which of us has not? As St. Paul told the Romans, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Our sins may not be as glaring as those of Judas, but the master we betray by our sins is the same. So let us pray, Lord Jesus, forgive me for the times when I have followed Judas instead of you. Do not let me despair like Judas did, but let me trust in your unfathomable mercy. During these words and prayers of the author of life, Judas came forward to give the signal he had agreed upon with his cohorts. The signal was the customary kiss of peace, but in this case, it was feigned. By this sign, they were to identify Jesus as the one they should single out and arrest immediately. The unhappy disciple had taken these precautions, not only because of greed for the money and hatred for his master, but also because of the fear that filled him. For he dreaded the inevitable encounter with Christ in the future if he were not put to death on this occasion. Such an outcome he feared more than the death of his soul, of the death of his divine master, and to prevent it he hurried to complete his treachery and sought to see the author of life die at the hands of his enemies. The betrayer then ran up to his most humble Lord and, as the worst of hypocrites, hiding his hatred, he pressed on Jesus' face 
the kiss of peace. In this one act of treason, he committed so many and such formidable sins that it is impossible to fathom their depths. He was treacherous, murderous, sacrilegious, ungrateful, inhuman, disobedient, false, lying and unequaled in hypocrisy. And all this was brought together in one and the same crime perpetrated against the person of God-made man. Lament with great sorrow the fact that Judas, in his malice and treachery, has many more followers than Christ. Many are the unfaithful, many the bad Catholics, many the hypocrites who call themselves Christians but sell him, hand him over, and seek to crucify him again. The Mystical City of God This has been an episode of Lent, 40 Reflections and Mystical Revelations on the Passion, a podcast brought to you by TAN. For new episode notifications, and to support this show and more great free content from TAN, visit LentPodcast.com to subscribe and use coupon code PASSION25 to get 25% off your next order including The Passion, Reflections on the Suffering and Death of Jesus Christ by Paul Thigpen, and countless more spiritual works to strengthen your faith and interior life. Thanks for listening.